Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, it's your boys, Jesse and James. We're here to talk about COVID today. Yep, so we're going to be going for a timeline of COVID, um, you know, spewing some facts, uh, looking at the stats as well, um, and giving our reflection as two just 20-something guys in the UK living through COVID. Yeah, seeing what's been going on, like how lockdown's affected, you know, us and everyone. It's going to be fun, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, how yeah. it's affected our work, you know, and we're just going to take you through our perspective of things, but yeah, hope you enjoy it. Right, so Bob 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 Covid. Right. So we'll uh I guess we start things off with a timeline of where it all started, right? Yeah, let's get started. Do you wanna go yeah, so we got this uh we got this from the British Foreign Policy Group. We'll leave a link in the show notes to their website where you can get the majority of what they say but yeah. we've just we've just done stuff for the uk sort of thing yeah and we've kind of condensed it down what we think is most relevant you know talking points etc so let's get cracking uh so first up on december the 21st 2019 the chinese center for disease control and prevention published an article on the 20th of january 2020 stating that the first cluster of patients with a pneumonia of an unknown cause had been identified on the 21st of December 2019. Yes, they didn't even know it. And on December the 31st, 2019, Chinese authorities confirmed they were treating dozens of cases of pneumonia of an unknown cause, so the same thing essentially. Days later, researchers in China identified a new virus that infected dozens of people. There was no evidence that the virus was spread by humans, though. Uh, China contacted the World Health Organization, informed them of cases of pneumonia. So essentially, they just told, you know, the WHO what was happening more increased cases. Uh, yeah, so the cases continue to increase up until on January the 22nd, 2020, uh, Public Health England announced it's moving the risk level to the British public from very low to low. And then on the 30th of January, 2020, the World Health Organization officially declared a global emergency amid thousands of new cases in China. And I remember this was around the time when the memes started coming out about it. Right, and, right. And so we, I think we in the UK were first beginning to just see the cases over there. Because essentially, well, it was December, wasn't it? And I remember ev- everyone was joking about how possibly it could... Like very early January. Yeah, so thing, something, yeah. Could, something could happen. I remember seeing a video on, I think it was somewhere on Reddit. I'm sure I've got the video recorded on my phone. It's like, it was like a little robot thing. That, you know, in the Milton Keynes or whatever, they've got those little robots that go around. And oh, pick, okay, like, the delivery TV. robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had one and it was a person filming from like the front of their flat. And it like spoke to them just saying, remain indoors blah, blah, you can go shopping at this time, blah, blah. It's like, oh, and this was like Holy very shit. early. Yeah, I remember seeing this and being like, oh, like this is going to be something. Damn. And I like speaking to my family about it or whoever, and everyone would be like, you're having a bubble, mate. Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone was just like, nah, it's not that. Like, I, don't, I don't think we believed it at the time. So mm. 30th of January uh, 2020, uh, the World Health Organization declared a global health emergency amid thousands of new cases in China. Um, and I remember this, this was sort of when it's, shit started to get serious, essentially. Um, you know, people were really talking about it, talking, you know, oh, it'd never come to this country, but thinking it was essentially going to be a pandemic in China. Yeah, once they announced it, it sort of became a bit more... It, yeah, exactly. And then I, I remember at the time as well, there was a lot of suspicion around, oh, well, have, have China declared this, like, at the time? Or have they, like... This was when we started to suspect China of the movement of people out of Wuhan. 
um, and it was sort of being addressed in the news headlines. Hmm. Okay, so late February, February the 28th, 2020, UK authorities confirmed the first case of the illness to be passed on inside of the country. So that was our case zero to case one. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was like where they first picked it up. Yeah, okay. Uh, apparently, on the same week, of February 28th, it was the worst week for the global stock market since the 2008 financial crash. And, and the World Health Organization raises the coronavirus alert to its highest level. On March the 4th, cases of COVID-19 surge in the UK as officials announced the biggest one-day increase as 34 cases bring the total to 87. Sounds like quite minuscule still. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but it, wasn't this when the, the R number was going up? Right. And essentially we were trying to track and say, well, if the R number goes over one, that's when yeah, shit, it's gonna hit the, it's going to hit the fan sort of shit's thing. Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then on March the 10th, Nadine Doris, a junior health minister, becomes the first MP to test positive for coronavirus. And on the same day, six people in the UK have died, with 373 people testing positive. That was much worse than I'm a celeb for Nadine, I think. Did she do well in I'm a celeb? I, didn't, I don't watch it. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I, gen- I, can't I genuinely I cannot remember, it. but that is just awful techers from Nadine Doris, MP. Uh, March the 11th, 2020, the USA blocks travel from European countries other than the United Kingdom for 30 days as the World Health Organization declares the virus a pandemic and stock markets plunge. Why why didn't they stop us coming? I think we were the last European country to sort of be affected. And that, that I think, was purely geographical anyway. Because it okay, had to... as it sort of crawled over Europe. Sort yeah, of but at the same time, I guess flights would make that less geographical and stuff. Like, yeah. you know, movement of people. Yeah. So I think I think our, maybe, first response... Maybe we just got it late. I, I think Italy was well, it seemed sort of like the first while, affected. While Italy, while Italy was getting hit bad, we weren't doing so bad. And then it got worse for us. Yeah. They started getting better, sort yeah. of thing. So, on the same day, March 11th, Chancellor Rishi Sunak announces a £12 billion package of emergency support to help the UK cope with the expected onslaught from coronavirus. So, I think that was essentially the um, the furlough scheme, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was when they were starting to set it up, I'm sure. Yeah, when people, when people were getting put out of work, um, essentially, the country was getting ready to go into a sort of lockdown. They knew people's jobs were being affected, so they had to essentially the government had to step in and yeah, play, play daddy for a yeah, bit if you're, you gonna, if you're gonna lock down everyone like they got they can't just stitch everyone up can no they? of course, of course. Mad, if it's it? it a government stipulation to lock down it's completely correct that they have to put something in place you know if they're telling you to stay at home you know sort it out sort of thing don't just leave you high and dry no yeah that's, yeah that's not what government is for is it i suppose no, of course of course and uh so then on march the 13th uh, a host of uk sporting events announced their postponement including the london marathon Premier League fixtures are also suspended. Oof, yeah, I remember that. Do you? I don't, I don't pay much attention to football. Oh, that's that's it. Yeah, that was that was re- that was really bad. You <laughs> oh, know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Liverpool fan. James James the Red. Um, <laughs> James I, the Red. James the Red. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, uh, we well, I say unfortunately, we were like doing really well at the time, and then it just so happened that oh yeah, that coronavirus is here. The first time Liverpool are doing fucking didn't uh, gonna win the league. <laughs> like, James, you said Liverpool. Didn't they win the league? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah? Essentially, yeah. But so it, how did that come about? Well, it it just like football got suspended, and everyone thought that essentially the games were, or the league was going to have to get cancelled the whole season. Um, it, there was either cancel it or there was uh, talks of like um sort of finishing the table as it was. 
or there was like maybe calculating who could win what game and stuff like this and essentially they just they waited until they could play it behind closed doors and waited until they could play it safely which is I think probably the best thing that they could have done you know um, it, it ended up being fair for all teams because you know you can't can't forget just about the teams at the top, the teams at the bottom, and all 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 football Still leagues. Still games you know. to play, sort of thing. Exactly, and this this affected like I mean, if you're talking about like sporting clubs nationwide, it affects money for them as well. Oh yeah, no one's going to bloody football game, are they? No like? one's going to football games. They can't. There's no advertising for football games. There's no, you know, TV companies aren't paying their money and stuff. You know, there's there's a lot of shit that gets involved with that. So. Where are we on this list? Uh, straight at the top here. So March 18th, 2020, the UK government announces most schools across England will be shut down from Friday until further notice. Wales and Scotland announce they will also close schools. Um, so, yeah, essentially... It's, it's like prob- creeping on now, Probably the it? best like, move yeah. they could have done is getting real. So this is two days later. Uh, the UK government ordered all pubs, restaurants and gyms and other social venues across the country to close. Now... This was like skate parks too. I'm yeah. pretty sure they're at quad, yeah. and this was like a real big hit for me. I was like, ah. Well, I remember there was skate parks and kids parks, like essentially chained off and barriered off. Like there was engineered approaches to stop people from using facilities. Yeah, I heard down our local skate park. If you went, I think you, people, some people got away with it. Like in the, if you went down really early in the morning, you right. could go down and sort of be like, oh. Like, but then as soon as it hit like 11, 12 o'clock, police would come down on the hour. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, give you the boot. And then uh, on March the 23rd is when national lockdown fully began. Like, when they were like, yep, shut it down. Yeah. So I remember when this happened, man. Like, I was at work and it was like. Oh, was you at work during the announcement? During the announcement. And it was like two right. in the afternoon or something, wasn't it? Okay. I, well, maybe it was different for. Because I remember like going to work and driving past like all the signs and it was like coronavirus on all the motorway signs and all the like cars like road mm. signs it was like mm. coronavirus yeah, stay, stay home, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like driving to work like oh rah like fucking hell it's getting gnarly and uh, yeah we were at work and then like everyone's like sort of like wigging out and playing it by ear and then it seemed like in the middle of the day like a boss comes downstairs and just like shut it down shut the place down and everyone's going home holy and shit like, yeah like literally it was in like two, it was like half one and I was like oh sick just finished lunch and I was like oh fuck yeah. Well, I, not fuck yeah, obviously because well, bad. But you see, I carried on working through the whole like through the whole lockdown. Like essentially, my work didn't stop, so I don't actually remember the announcement at, in midday. The one I remember was when pubs were due to shut, and I was sat down my local, um, and I was chatting to the barmaid. Uh, my housemate was there, and we were just all discussing coronavirus, what was going on, and the announcement came on. And it was, yeah, essentially, you know, all pubs are due to shut by da-da-da-da-da, all this lot. And it was kind of like, all right, okay, well, yeah, we better drink up and yeah. get home sort of thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we, we, you know, landlady shut it down then and there. That's the one. It says, uh, yeah, this was March 23rd. It says, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, in a televised address to the nation, states that Britons should only go outside to buy food, exercise once a day, <laughs> or go to work if they absolutely cannot work from home. Citizens will face fines for failure to comply with these measures. On this day, worldwide figures stood at 270,000 cases or more than and 11,000 deaths. So I think just as a comparison right now, I think we're on something like 30. Well, I think we're on 1 million deaths. I don't know about the total cases. I think it's maybe 38 million total cases. Just just for a comparison. Right yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to like look that up. Yeah. And this is October. So Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It seems so small now in a way. March the 25th, 2020, Prince Charles tests positive for coronavirus. So, 
I don't know between me and you, Josie, how the fuck they kept this man alive. Like this guy, he's is, like a, he's uh, the embodiment of Darth Sidious. He's like a ghoul from Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, genuinely. Okay, so March twenty sixth, twenty twenty, G twenty world leaders meet virtually. Was it Teams or Zoom? I wonder. To discuss the coronavirus <laughs> crisis, King Solomon of Saudi Arabia calls on the world's richest economies to extend a helping hand to developing countries. And Brits across the UK clap, cheer and ring bells at 8pm to thank the NHS workers for their service in tackling the pandemic. Everyone was clapping on Thursdays, essentially, if you didn't know. Oh, um, bloody hell, people like down our street were getting their drums out and everything. It yeah. was like... Dun, 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 dun. Was a, was and I'm like, thing. we're like playing D&D &D and it's like, shut up. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's like we're sitting there, like you can just hear it all up the street, like proper, people would go for it. Fair enough, though, that's... What? People actually went for it, in, I remember, around here anyway. I remember coming home from, uh, well, I think a couple of times from work, but a couple of times were from, like, getting food and stuff and maybe going to shop. Um, <laughs> and I remember coming home at 8pm, like, on that day. I think it was a Thursday, <laughs> wasn't it? And I'd get caught in the midst of the clap when I was coming, <laughs> when I was coming through my state and it made me feel like such a bad person <laughs> because I wasn't at home clapping for the NHS workers. Couldn't you, like, clap at everyone like, while you're walking past them, like... Hey guys, like, walk, well, nod, like, nod at, give everyone a little nod as you walk by. For the sake of this podcast, I can't endorse clapping at the wheel because that, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, true, yeah, see, of course, yeah. I, I drive safely at all times. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, apparently this March 26th, yeah, this is the day that uh, the chance, UK Chancellor unveils a package of measures to help the self-employed workers during the econ economic downturn, giving those earning less than 50 grand a year a taxable grant equal to 80% of their average profits. Yeah, so this was essentially So it's the, like furlough, but for the self-employed. Exactly that. And I, I remember a lot of my um, industry, you know, the construction industry, all work of self-employed. Yeah. And that, that was a welcome break to them. Yeah, and, of course, you know, of course. It, no, no one was earning. Everyone that was self-employed was essentially left out to dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah, like, when, you, when you're working for yourself and you've got to go out and yeah, do the, get on the roof or whatever, like... You know, as much as they may may pay, um, you know, their their tax works different because they're self employed. They're not pay as you earn or anything like that. You know, the self employed, they still earn a wage and they're still being told to stay at home by the government. You know, so if it's a mandate, they owe it to them. Like I said earlier, to to hand something out in my eyes. Yeah. Um. So March the twenty seventh, uh, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson and Health Secretary Matt Hancock both test positive for the coronavirus. Um. So this was when. Boris and Matt were all in hospital. Um, I remember. Sort I don't of really the, remember much. I remember Boris being on the, and everyone was sort of um quite sympathetic. I remember even even. Yeah, I saw the, a lot of things on Facebook. Everyone bigging up Boris. Yeah, everyone was bigging up Boris at the time. I think I think fair play to the guy. You know, he got his hands stuck in, but everyone was taking the piss out of him as well because of how he was sort of he was saying about how he didn't wear a mask and he he still shakes people's hands. And, um, yeah, but then he's all right, isn't he? So yeah, of course. Well, he yeah, he <laughs> didn't die, I guess. And March the thirtieth, twenty twenty, UK Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab announces the government to spend seventy five million pound on charter flights and airline tickets to repatriate up to three hundred thousand Britons stranded abroad as countries have their borders to limit. Oh, countries close their borders to limit the spread. Wait, so, what? So what does that mean? Well, essentially... So they're, every, like, bought tickets they're yeah, not going to use? Ev every, no, everyone that was abroad, all Britons that were stuck abroad, oh. they paid for chartered flights to get them back to the country, essentially. 75, to the tune of 75 million quid. Yeah, but that's good for them, man. Imagine being, like, imagine, like, going on holiday when this shit goes down. Yeah, And exactly. your, your country doesn't help you out, brother. That's fucked. Mm. Like... 
Well, I think they kind of have an obligation to it at the same time. You know, it's their citizens, and I think yeah. con- countries, other countries were shutting their borders. It wasn't because of the UK shutting its borders. We essentially allowed people to come back, and I think there was there was a because my mother lives abroad, and she's um well she she just stayed over. You know, there was it was a no brainer for her, but she wasn't able to travel. And I remember it was because essentially France was shutting its borders and closed up. Um and she wasn't able to leave the country. Um, oh right. Able to, I'm not. I'm not too sure on the area though. But yeah, because was... I know uh, my auntie and another. My family is like really big, mm. like Irish family, and like, yeah, so, like, yeah. it's just like really like large extended family. Uh, my auntie and like her, I don't know, someone else related to me. Uh, they were stuck in Australia for like ages. <laughs> they were like literally, but we got relatives out there. They're fine. They didn't like. Do you know what I mean? It didn't like cost them an arm. They had to live in hotels. That's not too bad then. Yeah, but like, yeah, they couldn't get back. I, but I don't think like, I don't know if it was like. It wasn't like they were stranded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In a way. Okay. It was more like circumstance had them there, and it would have been a mission for them to get back, so they just didn't. The sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know if it maybe it depends. Would they sort of like. With this sort of thing where they offer to pay for your flight, flight or whatever, would they do it if you're stuck? Because if they're like, oh, if you can live there, then whatever. Yeah, probably. I mean, you could probably tweak your tweak your application or talk to the embassy in a way that suited you, though. I think, well, you know... I, people... feel like, I feel like they'd have, be have more than happy to help you leave. Well, I think, the, put it this way, the, you know, the 75 million that Dominic Raab announced um, would have probably been after a bit of investigation was done to figure out how many people were abroad and who did require to get home. And, you know, they're probably... I'm not too sure on the specifics of that. We could look into it. But, I mean, I'd assume that they contacted people. They should have done anyway. Yeah. You know, I think people would call the embassy as much as the embassy would call them if they knew they were abroad sort of thing. I guess you can trace passports, can't you? Sort of thing. So, April the 2nd, 2020, the number of worldwide cases passes 1 million. So again, just going up and up. The cases going up and up. We've just passed a million total deaths now. So I guess that again like pale, five months pales time. in comparison. Yeah, really. five months as well. It's not a long time, is it? No, not at all. Hmm. And then, yeah, so I guess it just keeps getting worse and worse from there on until yeah, June 2020, early June 2020. It's literally like June the 1st. I'm pretty sure the last announcement, pardon me, the last announcement was made. Like the last... Um, you know when he did the address like to the nation. Oh, and it was weekly, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, About, every, like, like updates, week, every, wasn't like, it? Three days or whatever, and it'd be like, all right, mate, come on, <laughs> like chill out. We get it. Like we're stuck inside. It was like the Queen's speech, like, but like, but Boris just yeah, bumbling yeah. and fumbling, like <laughs> 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 stuck on that zip line. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it. I suppose the last. I think the last day was like through the first to the second of June, and it was like when that was like when national lockdown started to lift. Like non-essential shops started to reopen because I'm pretty sure gyms and stuff open. I remember, I went back to work on May the twelfth. Mm. Yeah, so I guess yes, because I it I guess lockdown started in March, and then throughout April it was like I had seven weeks off work just sitting indoors, like and I was high risk as well. I got the letter from the NHS telling me to shield, and everything like. God. It sent me, yeah, they were like, yes, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, still going to Tesco's. I was like, I don't care. I was wearing a mask, obviously. I wore yeah. a mask before, as soon as it started kicking off, I wore a mask before it was mandated. Yeah, I was but the I, same as yeah, well. I don't really like agree with a mask mandate politically, but I'm going to wear a mask because I'm not, I'm not dumb. I, I but it's like the principle of 
that's that's a different thing to discuss. Yeah, though. of course, course, yeah, yeah, course, yeah. course. But um, but um, yeah. So after after lockdown was lifted, I I really had no. The only thing that really changed for me was essentially shops that I could access because, as I say, I was working all the way through. I still needed to do my food shops, um, and you know, I I had to go, um, shopping to get my food, and I was subject through lockdown to, just a lot of long waiting times but obviously as expected and i remember the layout of my local tesco changed like every three days oh god yeah with the arrows and oh, they'd like, become dance dance revolution wouldn't yeah it? good god like... and I, I think that um you know it's a bit of a maelstrom to be honest like i think the government probably left their guidance quite open-ended in turn to force the hand of private companies to take some form of liability if it didn't go well and the okay do, yeah do you know yeah, what i mean okay, do you know yeah. what i mean well, they're, so, they're definitely flip-floppy on it it must be hard for if you're like a big shop, even if you're, I guess you've got the resources if you're a big shop to do whatever. Mm. Like if you're a Tesco's or an Asda, you're fine. Like you've got yeah. the money to just yeah, be exactly. like, okay, we'll put ours on our floor. That's but, it, and produce big banners yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, all their stuff's still in house style. It's not like. But they were pretty, they little... pretty flip floppy on it, aren't they? Yeah. Like, well, what was it? Um, when was it like after lockdown lifted, like towards the end of June, July? And it was like the eat out to help out thing, where they were like, oh, if you go out to a restaurant, We'll get, we'll pay like fifty percent off, or like you won't pay you won't pay a tax on it or whatever. Yeah, I did. Uh, I I did. Uh, take good advantage of that scheme. I'll have to admit. And I hear it did a pretty good job of what it was. It did what it was set out to do. Economically, it was an absolute boom. Business, okay. Businesses. I I I was well, sorry. Wherever I went and ate out and did the scheme, I'd always chat to like the barman or the waitress or the waiter. Um, whoever was serving me essentially, or whoever was employed at the place, I just asked how it was going, you know. And they were all seeing an upturn in business. They were all yeah. seeing good profits and good trade, to the tune of. I remember I was out in Cambridge, um, just after the eat out help out scheme finished, and essentially, some places were keeping it going. So on their own initiative, sort yeah, of thing. Fair yeah. play. You, well, I guess that's not a bad thing to do. I know. And it, like maybe that. maybe only on certain meals or certain deals and things. And it was never on alcoholic drinks. It was only on, um, you know, food and soft drinks. Ooh, that's where that's where make the restaurants make their money on food. Isn't it? Like even the pubs, like local pub, might make money on drink like that, will they? Exactly. Um, it's interesting. Like, well, my lockdown timeline went like the lockdown. The announcement happened like midway through my machine running. It was like, all right then, finish my job, put it away, turned it off, went home. And I was like, ah. Oh. Bought Animal Crossing for the Nintendo Switch. Nice. And shit ton of weed. And I mean, <laughs> I mean a really, really unnecessary amount of weed. And like, yeah, and basically spent a month or and a half of playing Animal Crossing and bunning up. And it was just like sort of like a dead space. Like it was just like sitting yeah. in the living room. Yeah. It's like seven weeks of just sitting in the living room, smoking a joint and playing Animal Crossing. Like over and over and over again. And then like, I remember it was May the... I went to work on May the 12th. Now, hold on, your island must be fucking banging. Well, uh, I, 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 basically, after lockdown, like, work work ended. Like, work went back, sorry, on May the 12th. I went back right. to work. And then May the 18th, skate parks opened again. Um, and once the skate parks opened about, it was sort of like, oh, I'm back on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do you know what I mean? It's like, you, oh, let's go. Literally, yeah, yeah. like, you've come off of standby and you're, you're back to yeah, your normal yeah, yeah. grind sort of and, thing. Like, I straight up, I think I'd have burnt out from Animal Crossing and, like, I haven't got it installed on my Switch anymore. It's like on the cloud because it's like I just can't bring yeah, myself can't play to. It. Yeah, I can't bring myself to do it anymore. Like it's a bit like I've missed out on a lot of stuff, like the Halloween events and whatever's coming up. And I'm like, yeah, it's not really worth. Like lockdown has ruined it for you. Yeah, yeah. I've like I've like done too much in like 
like wholly. It was like eight hours a day. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. You see the thing. Well, lockdown for me, as I say, I was essentially working all the way through. Um, there was because uh, essentially I work in construction. I deal with yeah. highways. Um, and it's essentially. <laughs> There was a mad rush to sort of make places safe at the start. Then, uh, so about a week after lockdown, because there was a lot of confusion about our industry, whether we stayed or whether we went, whether we were classed as key workers. Um, oh, right. And right, essentially right. My, my job fell on like private companies. Like uh, to, if, the, if they carried on working, I'd stay working as a sort of, as a sort of independent. Um, but... <laughs> they all didn't work so I carried on you know working from it I couldn't be furloughed so I dropped onto uh you know bigger projects and stuff like that things that carried on running you know things that had the weight to carry on through like government funded schemes well it seems like it's a good time to get road work done uh, yeah you know in a way like well, when there's no one about exactly you think so and and you still have to you can't leave things half done because you know how are you going to leave a road closed? What if an ambulance needs yeah. to go down there? What if, what if a fire engine needs to go down there? Well, did you have, like, even when you were working, so, like, when I went back to work, and it was, like, in May, and that was, there was still, like, another, like, like, did you come home and be like, oh, yeah, everyone else is still in lockdown? Yes. It's, like, a weird feeling. Like, you come home, and I'm like, why is everyone, like, just sitting, in, like, like, on their laptops? And I'm like, oh, right, because yeah, no cause one's we, allowed outside. Like, do you know what I mean? We haven't really gone back to it still to this day, have we? You know, I mean... Everyone I know is, is still working from yeah, home. Yeah, most people I know are working from home. If it's not in, like, the construction, fabrication, engineering yeah, industry. Things, things where you work with your hands, you're still working with your hands. Or, and like, deliveries own. and things like that, you know. They're yeah. key workers, too. Like, delivery drivers yeah. are key workers, right? Yeah. Well, I, I live in a household with two others. Uh, one, one works in the care industry and one's a delivery driver, essentially. Must be um, hard for the care industry. Oh, very much so. I remember it was a, it was a private care home, um, and they, they lost... You know about half of their half of their clients that were that were in there half their patients it's really interesting that because uh well my friend he works in a care home and there's another one pretty close by like another mm. care home pretty close by and that that care home the other one that he doesn't work at had 17 deaths Christ. his had zero so i don't really like it's a weird one james well i guess um it matters place to place because from what I saw anyway there was very limited government guidance and again this was the government probably keeping it open-ended for liability reasons and insurance purposes oh, yeah, but you can't just fuck over like hospitals and shit though well, I, I, I don't know I'm, I feel like hospitals are like, like it sounds like my friend's like <clears throat> is really like on it like I guess his temperature checked every day he's been tested multiple times well is, is it government funded I have no clue like, because it it makes a big difference whether it's public or private sector. Like in the in the private sector, they were, they they had guidance, but it was guidance to follow rather than government. When when you're government funded and you're public sector, you essentially the government spells out what you do, and you have to. It's stricter essentially, hmm. and you you work more for the people, um, because you've you're getting people's money, essentially. Yeah, um, like taxpayer money. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Much like a hospital will never sort of be like, oh, well, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know you know what to do. You've been set up by the government to fucking be a hospital. Um, but private care homes um, sometimes are a bit ambiguous. It depends what type of care it is. Um, our light has just gone out. Yeah, it's creepy, isn't it? Yeah, that is very I creepy. I think it's out of battery, I'm sorry. Oh, well. Um, 
That's right, I'll use my light. Uh, <laughs> we're returning to the caves. That's nah, right, we've got to torture it. We are quite Neanderthalic on this show. <laughs> I've got to say. I've got in to a say. shack in the woods. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is our happy place. We're definitely safe from corona here. Uh, fucking... But, um, yeah, I think the private care industry was kind of maybe not left to its own devices, but there was a lot of difference between, or from what I saw, between different care homes and how they were run. Um, well, it definitely changed how my work was run. Oh, yeah. In the sense of, like, so, like, you could only go up one stairway and you could only go down the other stairway. Uh, it used to be, like, you'd, like, make the rounds for everyone on the shop floor. You'd be, like, go, everyone's got, like, a cup. And you're like, like a mug, a coffee mug, That's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like go around and grab them, like I'm doing a round boys, whatever. And you go out there and make everyone a cuppa. And now it's like everyone, every pair of like workers has their kettle and some like paper cups. Right. And like hotel coffee in that. Like it's a bit dead, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit dead. But at the same time, like, I guess it's for COVID reasons. But like, People don't give a fuck, man. Like at work, in a way. Like there was no, like there was much. You can't really social distance, like. Well, I think especially if you're being trained to work, operate on a machine, like. Well, agreed. In, in much like in my industry, I remember, you know, I expected to get a lot more guidance than I did, um, but yeah, didn't re- didn't really get much. And essentially, I was sort of looking at managers saying like, "What do I do?" Because I was still required to undertake inspections that were way within two meters of each other. Like you're standing in a drain that's half constructed, and the drain is only like. Yeah, two thousand, yeah, two thousand one hundred meter, not two thousand one hundred meter, two thousand one hundred mil diameter. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You have penguins in there. Yeah, exactly, and uh, you know you you can't be further away from them. So it was, so essentially, it was very ambiguous, and still to this day, like I mean, I bumped into people that, you know, if you're wearing a mask or if you're sanitizing your hands. They don't believe it because of the type of people they are. They're just older, sort of hardy blokes, usually, nine times out of ten. Sort of just saying, oh, you know, so don't I was, believe in it. I was up in Brighton on the weekend. Here's like a joke <coughs> thing. Like a joke thing, right? I was waiting outside a store that like my bird was in. Mm. She was like buying some stuff. I'm just standing outside. And I see a couple of women with bowl pass, like some like mother and her daughter. And her daughter looked like 16-ish. I don't know, something like that. And they both weren't wearing masks. I think you're in a city, it's quite busy. I was wearing a mask because like, you're in a city. Well, I guess yeah, it's a city, course, I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of people rolling around, like down the lanes, like shopping place. And uh, yeah, they like look in the store and then the, the mother's like, oh yeah, you can't, it says you can't go in the mop without a mask. And the daughter's like, you can't discriminate against people. They can't do that. And like, it's like, oh, fuck it, hell. I was like, well, she didn't like have a go at the shop. She didn't go in there. But it's like, they kind of can. Well, it's private. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's private they, property. Yeah, they kind of can. Like, not they can't discriminate. Like, that's not really just discriminating. No, if not. everyone's got to wear a mask, well, it's, it's like kind it's of opposite. Well, it's, it's for a reason, isn't it? You know, discrimination doesn't happen for a reason other than bigotry and hatred. You know, telling someone to wear a mask, at least as much as you might disagree with the reason, there's still a reason, and the general yeah. the general consensus. But even if there's it. not a reason, if I owned a shop and there's no pandemic, I'm like everyone's got to wear a mask. You want to come in, mate? And it might be a bad business practice, but it doesn't matter. You can refuse service to anyone, or is that just pups? Mm. Well, under the uh, under the Alcohol Misuse Act or something along their lines, that's that's where pubs could get people out. That's kind of different. Pubs can ask anyone to leave, but they really can. Yeah, I've been like kicked out of the pub before, not violently. I was no, just asked but... to leave, and I left. I was just I just got too drunk. 
Yeah, like, and you're just like sort of like falling asleep on the bar, and they're like, "Can you leave, please?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like stagger <laughs> home, man. I'm glad I don't really do that shit anymore. Jesse getting carried out of the pub, <laughs> <laughs> like Moe's, like you get chucked out. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's weird that you when they're like flip floppy though. Like they did the eat out to help out, and then the next week they were like, "Oh, you guys can't go out with more than six people." Yeah, well, I and think it's just like immediate like reversal. Well, I think the eat out to help out scheme, essentially. Although it was good economically, I think the government kind of didn't maybe anticipate the fact that everyone was going to take the piss on top of that because it... it well, well, I guess a lot of people were eager to go out, man. Well, of course. And when you tell people that, yeah, you can eat out to help out now and, you know, their current... If, if the government push a level of, of socialising that's more than nothing, people will think that you can socialise. Because they're telling you to do something. So, oh, yeah, this must be okay. Oh, yeah, that must be okay. You know, so as much as I think it was the government's mistake to allow that, I think that society as well fell apart because like, that's when I started seeing people that were just socialising, taking a piss, you know. Even well, so, even to the level of some of my friends, even through lockdown, were chilling with each other. And I, I knew it was happening. Well, I had, like, at least one or two friends coming round to smoke a joint. Like, in the garden, but a joint. Like, not share a joint, but, like... But I have shared joints with the boys down the skate park. Yeah, And okay. it's sort of like, well, not everyone. Like, you're not going to pass a joint around to everyone, like, mm. randomers. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's sort of like, well, it doesn't seem like anyone's got sick. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. And I know guess... one dude who did get it, though. We were all, like, talking in the skate group chat about, like, oh, it's a bit of bollocks, like, blah, blah, blah. And then mate Bambas pops up. He's like, you don't want this, boys. Like, I've been in bed for two weeks. Like, oh, shit. He was like, fuck. He, was, he like, actually wrecked. got it. Yeah, he got wrecked. Wow. Like, he got bed wrecked, like, fully, like comatose bedridden and he, I was like oh shit because he's got a little girl and missus and that and he was like he was like well, missus got a cough but my daughter's fine he's mm. like oh rah well my my housemate that works in care ended up getting it too and um, essentially they were asymptomatic you know didn't there was there was absolutely no guess that you would have had in the world that they had it and went for a test came back positive like, genuinely. And so I had to self-isolate for two weeks uh, during the lockdown. Actually, yeah, that's something well, I how, to speak about. How was that then? Um, how did you, like, find the two weeks? What did you do? Because uh, well, I, I dealt with it with a lot of weed and Animal Crossing. Well, yeah. And being kind of grumpy. like Not not grumpy, but just, like, you're not really, like... Yeah, I think... You're smoking like that and you're not doing much else. You're, like, I'd, in Animal Crossing, and you I wouldn't like, say I really did anything productive, to be honest with you. Um, it was, it was a, really annoying because... Uh, Essentially, I had less family to rely on to bring me goods than I first expected. And, pardon me, uh, no one really wanted to bring me anything. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, someone please bring me some shopping. Got some shopping, and um, you know how it is when you don't do it yourself, and it's all slightly incorrect. <laughs> and uh, so that that was, like, off-putting for me. I didn't really enjoy that. Um but yeah, I, was, I just I think I just sat there on Xbox for more time, um, played a couple of games. I think Sea of Thieves and Minecraft were my two. I need to get back on Sea of Thieves. Oh, because my my missus has been playing like she's got an Xbox too, so we can set them both up. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get like two play, but we used to do it like 
we, when she was when she lived on her flat or whatever, we used to play Sea of Thieves and stuff. It's such a good game, man. Oh, with me, you, and Rich as well, like crazy ones. That was actually proper. You know, we we were a little clan. We were a little clan on Sea of Thieves. I hear they've added a lot of stuff to that game. Yeah, I I hear they have too actually. And cool. uh, Minecraft. Talking about Minecraft as well. That's got an update. I'm pretty sure that's got Has some it? caves. It's, it's cra- I remember something. that first came out when I was in like middle school, and it was like they made money. Like yeah, I played Alpha Minecraft. Like, I, mean, I I tested it. That's, that's mad. It was fucking cool, man. It was cool. But going back to the coronavirus, so today, where do we stand? Uh, apparently, we stand at 35,624,780 cases. Is that worldwide? Worldwide, yeah. I'm assuming so, yeah. So I said previously 38 million, so to clarify that. This is from worldometer.info. Yeah. Uh. One million and forty-four thousand five hundred and one total deaths worldwide. Christ, that's a lot, isn't it? But to contrast, we have twenty-six million seven hundred seventy-one thousand two hundred twelve recovered cases. That's a long number. Did I say that right? Yeah, twenty-six million seven hundred seventy-one thousand two hundred. Nice. Ow! I just need the thing. It's dark now. The, light, the <laughs> lights are all gone, man. Um, but yeah, that is a lot more recovered. Twenty-six so, million recovered cases. Wait, compared what? to yeah. Th- yeah, so compared to thirty-five and a half million cases, one million people have died. So would you say that's like a, a one in thirty-five? Maybe it'll show us. Well, so cases of closed cases. Uh, which led to an outcome, 27,815,713 cases. So almost 28 million cases have been closed on this. And out of those, 1,044,501, as we said previously, have been deaths. So as a percentage, that works out to 4%. So there's a 4% death rate of total closed cases. That's not taking into account anyone that still has it, anyone that still has an active case. No, no, that's like either recovered fully or or not, I guess. Yeah, so... Or it's still ongoing sort of thing. So, I mean, from those stats, like, I guess you could say that we've come a very fucking long way from where we were in, say, March, when it's, con- it's, countries... It's, it's were a leap, in, isn't it? A massive leap. That's a massive leap. From, from countries that are imposing lockdowns, um, you know, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of cases worldwide, maybe. We've gone up to, you know... 35 million 35 million I mean for a transmission right that is a lot but do you think it will peak out I mean do do you think I mean looking to the future now I mean God. do you do you think it will stop well it seems like well, what's happened with like the universities over here they're like some places are in lockdown now aren't they yeah I think in England right some of the north and stuff are like they've gone into harder lockdowns yeah whereas yeah. it seems I'd feel pretty much back to normal now well i think it will like traveling around the country you know it will return back to us in the south and i, I think well like throughout the winter you think we'll do you think we'll have another national lockdown yeah i, oh, I, I do that'd be the worst and I, I but i do think it would be for, for the better though because at the end of the day um if we start to see a surge in cases again which we probably nine times out of ten will through the winter because mm-hmm. it's a respiratory disease yeah um you know people are going to be coughing more spluttering people getting the flu complications pneumonia on top of pneumonia you know it stacks not, up don't it? yeah it's just not good so you know we're, we're going to see a lot of it this winter um and I think a new national lockdown will probably be the way to go to be honest but at the same time the 
you know, the economist in me turns around and says, well, we couldn't hack that. Like, really, I, th- I think if if we had another lockdown similar to the one before, I think as much as we've learned a lot of things and we can put m- more more safety nets in place for the public and the economy now, I think we will still see an absolute landslide recession. Yeah, that's a... And that's like, a, it's a questionable thing where it's like, if you've got 26 million recovered cases or around that mark compared to like if there was i don't know man i'm not very pro i was i got a letter right that was like oh you're high risk you should yeah. shield and you should stay at home i I didn't adhere to the letter the whole way because mm. i went back to work a month early basically right okay uh, because i was like i just want to go to work i was like okay all right then i'm going to work do you know what i mean yeah like it was just one of those ones where you're just sort of like well I don't want to. I don't really want to sit at home anymore. I'm. I've been going to Tesco's, blah blah. And you see how, like, again, when you when you were about like people wanting to go out, it's like people made Tesco's their day out. The lines around Literally. Tesco's were like. I remember seeing them go all the way around the store, man, and they're oh. big stores. Like, yeah, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. I remember having to queue up in them, like, honest to God, and I couldn't take it. Sorry, guys, if you hear any noise, as I'm just trying to turn my torch on. Ooh, that's bright. Yeah, very bright. Light them up. Light him up, cowboy. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, we're back in the we room. Cut that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we cut, cut that bit. We'll cut that bit. But um, yeah. yeah so. I don't know, man. I'm not very. See, I got. If I got another letter, let's say like, if I got another letter that was like, you should shield for like eight weeks, however many time, because of your whatever previous conditions. I reckon mm. they just like clicked a drop down menu, clicked lungs, and emailed everyone, or sent a letter to everyone. Yeah, was the, on that drop down. Did menu. like a mail merge from school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a straight up like chain mail. And it was like, okay, not chain mail like RuneScape. I know what you mean. <laughs> God, that'd be a scary council. Yeah, they give you, they give everyone chain mail to protect them from coronavirus. <laughs> that'd be a cool society, but I feel like fights would be scary. Very much so. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought now. I'm just feel, thinking well, about so, like I mean, nights go, in lockdown. Well, going, going back to the letter that you had and going back to work... I uh, think I've still got it somewhere. Going back to work a month early, right? Um, did you? Could you have turned around to your work and said, well... I have to kind of stay off. Would they have been understanding of that? Or what yeah, was your, what was your it's, comp- it's a letter from the government, so yeah. they're not going to say no. Okay. Like, but you, you know what I mean. But, oh, they, they, well, they, they've... I'm pretty sure they would even offer, like, if you're not too comfortable about it, then, like, yeah. Yeah, that's but, fair play. Because yeah. that's exactly how I'd expect them to be. But I, I suppose that, you know, private industry, you can never really see. People look at you weird, especially if you're a young person. But, um, you know, yeah. yeah. Because my, my housemate is younger than me. When she, when she told me that she kind of had a sniffle, I thought she was putting it on. I thought she was like, oh, here we go, sort of thing. You know, a couple of days off work, you know, sort of thing like that. Mm. But, yeah, it ended up being... Yeah, I'm sure there were a couple of cases of people being like, oh, I've tested positive. I think so. And they're like, just not going in for a couple of weeks. Like, oh. Yeah. Now, I missed it. I missed going to work in a weird way. I was like, this is so boring, sitting on home. Like, it'd be different if I could do stuff, but I can't. I'm glad so, I I'm glad I carried on working, but at the same time, you you always get that you get that. So like, I don't think I'm very pro lockdown. Okay. But even though I'm high risk and I'm like I am depth, like so I wear a mask all the time, wash my hands all the time when I come back in. Yeah. I like I still I don't like I don't know it's weird like skate park's kind of like a weird one like sometimes your social like your social like it's weird to social distance but then not at the same time because like if you fall over you're probably putting your hands on the same bit that someone's touched or whatever like probably or but... like I don't know. It's weird. But you can still social distance. I still wear a mask everything, like, whenever I can. I feel like if you're outside, you're probably a bit better off than you would be, like, say, I don't know, 
in a building breathing in the same air, like in co- like I don't know, a classroom. Well, it's interesting our stance on wearing masks because I'd say that I have no problem with wearing a mask, but I more think it's like an inconvenience than anything. So like, I'll put it onto enter a shop. I have no problem with that. Uh, I have no problem with essentially wearing a mask whenever someone tells me to do. And for the sake of it being a pandemic and for temporary reasons, I don't mind anyone telling me that I can wear a mask at any given time, really. As long as it's not stupid. I'll argue it if it's a stupid law, like if you're out in public on a footpath. Well, what it's like at the moment in a restaurant, like in the pub, I don't know if I was talking about this damn pub. Yeah. Apparently, like, when you come in, you've got to have your mask on. Yeah. got to have your mask on when you, like, sit down at your table and then, Mm -hmm. like, you take your order bring you a drink then you can take your mask off yeah so like, this yeah this happened when i was out to eat this weekend um, it just seems a bit like you're breathing the air that's in this building that people are breathing out of already so well what's the point you're and you're removing your mask to put food in your mouth so buildings that are passively ventilated um i when my housemate got covid we were in the same house and I, don't, I didn't get COVID as far as I was concerned. I had a test at the end of the two weeks and it came back negative. And as far as I was concerned, I'd never had it. Didn't really get any symptoms. I smoked, so I just got like, you know, runny nose and stuff like that all the time. So yep. I never it never really changed for yeah, me. Yeah, it's got my, a little persistent cough yeah, forever. My, my usuals didn't really change. So I, th- I thought, well, I can't be ill. And I wasn't. And that surprised me as we were, you know, as much as we were wiping down surfaces in the house, well, I, remember know, confi- I remember at the beginning, I was so like, bam, wash my hands, wipe down mm-hmm. the surfaces. We've got, I've still got like, hundreds of like these mad industrial wipes and yeah. stuff. I love it. I love and it. It's like now it's sort of like, oh, I don't really like, I don't really like, it's not that I don't care, but it's sort of mm. like, you just sort of like become lax over a while, especially yeah, exactly. when it's sort of like flip floppy. Well, I was, surpri- I was surprised that, that, I did, that I didn't get it while being in the same house. So I guess you could relate that back to the restaurants. And I, I feel like that I, I can understand the ethos of what, of what they're trying to do someone's cooking that food exactly there's a lot there is a lot of parameters to go wrong but i i feel like as long as someone can prove that they are doing everything correctly so food is a very sanitary business anyway i feel like yeah well you'd hope so yeah and i, <laughs> yeah. Feel, I feel like you know it's say if kitchen workers are now stipulated to wear masks while they prepare food you know and mm-hmm. you know hand, hand, yeah. hand washing requirements have gone up um, so you know they're, they're, and they're always a requirement in the yeah, kitchen yeah exactly yeah, 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 so yeah. They're, they're essentially just sanitised more and I feel like that could probably be controlled well yeah I don't feel like unconfident in going to a restaurant or anything like that no um, but I wouldn't have before I wouldn't have under lockdown maybe right at the beginning but I feel like that was because it got like hyped I, f- like, I, f- I feel like there was a lot of oh, it, was, it was kind of like fear mongering in a way very much so but I feel like they also had time had to give and I think this is what no one admits no one admits that there had to be time to draft up plans and right ways to do things, and you have to encounter problems to solve them. So when they started putting these lockdowns in place and easing the restrictions, one thing that I don't agree with is that schools went back, because I think that's just stupid. I think they're a breeding, a breeding ground for viruses. Kids, like, lick each other and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, like, yeah, I guess it's like must be kind of hard to... If you've got, like, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18... Like you got a bunch of like twenty plus kids in a, in a class. Yep. What are you? Even if you put, have like a few tables around, like distance the table, it's going to be like. Mm. Yeah. Well, and you... as soon as you let those kids outside or whatever, or through one doorway, like line up, whatever. Do you know what I mean? It just seems a bit like impossible to. You, you can't. You can't tell kids what to do either. You know, you tell them to do one thing, they do the other. So you're never going to be able to control that. But um, 
I don't know because I'm not. I, I feel like even though I'm high risk and everything, but I feel like they should like like slam on the head cat homes and be like right they're like under like fully restricted whatever yeah. they should be like for for like obvious reasons. Yeah. And people like me say if I got another letter I would like do it and I'd be like okay I'm gonna stay at home I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. I don't have to go anywhere. It's yeah. not an excuse now. It's winter. Yeah. Put the fire on whatever. Uh, but I feel like say everyone else should be able to go back to work mm. if they're not sick. I don't feel like people who like I don't people should get fuck, think people should get fucked over. So kind of do a Sweden approach to it, almost how they did it, where they didn't impose a lockdown and they. Yeah, I don't like how like big companies are staying open yet, like say like your some like mum and dad's donut shop or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's shut, like it's shut down. Compl- it's like, yeah, completely agree. Like, but, no wonder Amazon's taken over the whole world. But like. again, <laughs> again, you can, you can't forget that under capitalism, that that points to society. You know, I remember actually this is a good thing to speak about. Um, during lockdown or just at the start of lockdown when businesses actually started closing and then they started opening up again i remember i was going to very local shops i went to my local chippy um i went to my local pub a couple of times when that opened again and you know i was just trying to fund the businesses that i wanted to stay open oh yeah our local our local pub because it's like the only commercial building in the in the village it's the only commercial in the village yeah it's the it's like yeah the only building there used to be a shop like years and years and years ago but it's the only building, and even over lockdown when it was closed, like mild man and fewer people would go down and help out. And, like, I don't know, they like redid some of the outside, they did all the garden up, like, okay, okay. just for like a few beers. And it's like something to do. My old man was like, I'm not going to work, I've got something to do. So, he went, yeah, go down local, fix it up, sick, fair play. Yeah, like, but why? I don't know, man, I feel like it's bad. Even now, when they're like, oh, pubs have got to close at 10 or whatever time, it's sort of like, what's the point in a way? Like, hard, people hardly in them. Like, the, my local's dead. But I suppose it must be different in, like, a big town centre or something. Yeah, it must very be chaos. much so. Well, know it's, know it's like, um, you know, let, letting everyone out at the same time just forces people together, but in the street. Well, so, you know, and you, and you know what you're going to get if you get a load of drunk people, you get people putting their arms around each other, you know, just being generally merry and fucking about. And... Before you know it, that's a breeding ground as well. Well, think about it. every oh man, it's just mad. Like every every pub and bar, people are going to round themselves into these pubs and bars. Yep. And they're going to all close at ten. How many people are, like going to be in the street? So Tons. it's like, do you know what I mean? It's sort of like, I don't think like coronavirus looks at the watch and be like, oh, it's, it's not ten o'clock. Yeah. Yet, boys. yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's not ten o'clock yet, boys. We won't go in and get them yet. It's a bit like, hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. No, exactly. I feel like, I don't know. I hope we don't go into another national lockdown. Well, I'm I'm kind of. I, I like, ha- if it's necessary, then I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like. I don't agree with it politically, but I agree with it. Like, I don't know what the word is. Like, Mor- morally. Yeah, morally, I agree with it. I guess, but I don't know, man. I feel like it's kind of like in a weird way. Like, I'm. I'm very much the same. Like, if if I had it my way, you see, the thing is, I think from the start I would have done it completely differently, um, and I think now that we're in this position and we've done it the way we have done it, I think we need to continue sort of on that track because if you if you as much as we're flip-flopping on things, our general direction has been the same. If it gets bad, lockdown and distance and stuff like that. And just putting in engineering measures to stop people from doing things at the risk of economy. I would have said at the start of this whole thing, kind of do-do a Sweden. I said do-do. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. That's a snippet. Um, but I would have kind of done a Sweden and said, right, no national lockdown. No businesses are shutting. You're wearing masks indoors, um, and vulnerable people 
full stop yeah. has to have to be locked up. Yeah, like, 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 it, like back how it was. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. Lockdown would still be imposed, as far as I was concerned, for the vulnerable and the sick. Because the vulnerable and the sick would have then, um, you know, only had the illnesses that they would like currently have, uh, and that would be manageable to a certain extent. Yeah. We'd probably have, because only healthy people would be kicking about, and you, you'd have the old case where it was an underlying health condition, and it sounds like I'm really much putting the public at risk here, but I think it could have been the ethos was on everyone. If you wanted to stay in, you could have done so. Yeah, so with, like a personal choice. Yeah, but with certain with certain extents, because that would invite people taking the piss out of their employers, uh, or it could do. It opens the door to... Uh, you know, people abusing that sort of power that they have over... If the government's, the government says I can stay home, so I will, and vice versa, the, right, the company right. turns around and well, goes, well, the, got, government, oh. the government says we have to shut our doors, so we will. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and then forcing people out of work. So, you know... That's I, a thing. I feel like maybe it would have had to have been sort of very strict guidelines on how we do it. Um, that would have had to have been rushed in, though. And I think Sweden kind of did it right in essence, where they just kept everything open, and sort of made up the made up the rules as they went, and kind of did their own thing. They were quite liberal with it. They enforced a two meter distance, and their their country actually did it, which was the. Are they doing Are they doing all right? Well, they've only recently had a surge in cases. Only very recently. The, there's a lot of oh, it's, it's hard to explain. Like there's a lot of things that go into that sort of thing. Though, like I think I feel like a lot of people live close together in England. Yes, it's, I've never been to Sweden. Well, c- cities in Sweden are much less cities in the UK. I'm I'm assuming because they're cities. Yeah. You know, tightly packed people, uh, a lot of high rise. You know, and a lot of communal, uh, say shopping activities, etc. Even walking shoulder to shoulder with people in the street. You know. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and then the rural areas are probably much the same as the rural areas over here, where it's only one or two sort of communal places. Um, and more often than not, people are spaced out, even in living. Yeah. Well, it seems like even, like, when you're out and about, like, most people keep up, even, like, downscape park and that, people keep up social distance and everything. Yeah. Well, I, I think that we are doing quite well as a country. And then to look, to look forward... Like, people aren't really not following the rules. So it's... Yeah, exactly. And, like, people are sort of, you know, respecting the rule of six that we currently have in place. Um you know, I see that quite a lot in terms of people just chilling together. Like, I've, I've been recently on a couple of uh, internal holidays, what do they call them, staycations. Okay, yeah. Staycations in the UK, um, as we can't do anything else, go abroad. I've kind of written off that side of things. So I've been, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Wales a couple of times. And oh, yeah, was, well, I went up to Scotland in, like, August. That's it, and it was before their local lockdowns. And, um, you know, I think they were, they were quite welcoming, but at the same time, it was... It was sort of you. You still had the same two meet two people in a shop role. Oh yeah, in, yeah, you know, and 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 things like that, which I completely agree with. I feel and like I was fully on board with, but um, you know, since that they've they've shut down a lot of stuff, and I know they're they're definitely in local lockdown right now. And, oh, what, um, up there are they? Yeah, and oh, we God. we were like the group of me and my mates that went up. We were arranging to do another thing around Halloween, and um, essentially we've had to we've had to put a pin in it for a second because yeah. we don't know what's going to happen there's definitely going to be more than six of us and that's the problem isn't the, it? the organizer as much as the organizer was a person that i wouldn't really put it on him to say that i'd have thought that they would have maybe wormed their way around it in a way you know i feel like fair play you know they've actually yeah they've, they've seen they've seen the light there and they've gone oh no we're, we're not going to do it 
because of these restrictions. And I th- I feel like the more people that get into that sort of ethos, and I feel like you can complain about the things after, but complain about the things is a fallacy. Just kind of go with guidelines first. You know, at least at least then that no one's at fault. You know, and we've been told what to do. We do it. We try and you know abide well. The government then gets true results of what's actually happening. They can probably make more informed decisions on where to go next. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like the general atmosphere, like when you go out, it doesn't seem like too much of a big deal. In no, an in interesting way, like it's not a scare Everyone's wearing anymore. a mask now. I, I feel like look, I went to co- like go to college, go to Burger King, whatever. Come. I don't feel worried about anything. And I'm assuming most people don't. It doesn't seem like... Like before, it was like ghost town everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere was ghost town. Even you're just driving around on the roads. Oh, God, like, don't. It was bliss. I, I would get from site to site in like five minutes. It was beautiful. I remember I was getting from home to one of my major sites, uh, doing a half-hour journey in about... Just, no just, under, ten, just under ten minutes. Yeah, flying everywhere. It was absolutely beautiful. It was bliss. I loved it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bring back lockdown. Ease the traffic, man. <laughs> Ease the traffic. Oh, God. <laughs> Screw everyone. But I, I think um, as long as um, everyone just bands together, you know, just to round it off there, uh, I, I feel like we, we can definitely fight this and we, we can go forward in a way that, you know, we'll, we'll make it through, essentially. You know, just the, the great British spirit. Yeah, I, I, agree, th- I agree with that, yeah. And, um, you know, economy will take a hit. We'll have to bounce you know bounce back i say um but we will cross that bridge when we get to it the number one concern is you know lives you know we don't we don't want to lose lives we don't want to put pressure on the nhs because then we'll lose more lives and it's almost a cascade effect if the nhs comes tumbling down yeah 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 i know you mean and that'll be a that'll be a chronic loss of life absolutely Uh, I, I, i feel like the current rule set is like I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want another national lockdown. I hope it doesn't happen. Mm. But if there's like a skyrocket of cases, then what can you do? Yeah. I guess what can you do? Like if people, if it's like skyrocketing, and yeah. like, oh well. Completely agree. Yeah. It's, it, you'd understand it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really would. Even if I wouldn't, maybe like you know, that my own opinions of it are different to like keeping people safe and stuff. Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Of course, and I think you do have to. As much as I'd lean on scientific advice, uh, I hope the government does as well. It's more that, you, you know, you can hope. Cause yeah, I, it's not worth rolling the dice, though, is it? As it's it's, defi- as, even it's, as an individual, like, going out and, like... It's definitely not worth rolling like, I don't think dice. I'd be going to a club or nothing like that. Or no even, way. Even before, like, when they were open proper. Oh, no way. Well, I, I haven't really... I've been out for meals. I've been out for, like, one or two drinks. Yeah. But I've respected all social guidelines. I've, I've always done the track and trace. You know, I I feel like that's number one because you needed I'm to work freaked properly. Out. I'm freaked out having that on my phone, man. I'm, I'm not downloading that. Well, it's a. I'm like, nah. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't doing it. But got, it's kind of. I know it's like kind of like some tinfoil shit. But they they got to comply with GDPR at the end of the day. Even the government have to comply with their own guidelines, don't they? And I feel like yeah, GD, yeah. GDPR protects that. True. Very much. Very much so. You'd hope so. Yeah. So um. Alright, I guess that's about it. So Yeah, that's been a good one. Exactly. We've been uh, Jesse and uh, James, and we'll see you soon. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah, we'll leave a link in the show notes of where we got the our little timeline from. And yeah, we'll hopefully see you next week, maybe the week after. Yes, and um, what's, what should we do for the next topic? What do you reckon? Um... We've got to drop in about gaming because we've got to play Sea of Thieves and Minecraft now. Oh, God. Oh, I broke my controller. Shit. 
Need I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll, we'll, it'll be a surprise. We'll think of something. So, surprise episode next time. We hope you've enjoyed number one. Um, we certainly have, even though we've bumbled along with no light through the second half. <laughs> in, in the darkness. <laughs> like, crawl through the darkness. Exactly. Us, please. We are, this is, this could be, it could even be the Garage podcast, man. <laughs> the Dark Garage, man. So, we've been Jesse and James, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Nice. Nice. Nice.